accept the fact that your future can be better than your past and that you have the power to make that happen. Hi, hope you're well. This is PD at the Art of Self-Development. This podcast is for everyone who's interested in psychology and who wants to develop the most useful people and life skills for yourself and for the people around you. This is one of those episodes that will go deeper than usual, that will try to get closer to what really is the key to anyone's personal success and achievement and life happiness. It has to do with the limiting beliefs that we all have. Some more, some less. For some, it may be a curiosity, something to wonder about and just take a look at as you let it pass by because you've outgrown it. For many of us, it is the opposite. It can be a self-imposed cage that we live in for years and decades because we carry it with us everywhere we go. We have, each one of us, a lot of thoughts every day. There are different estimates about the numbers of thoughts that we have because they go into thousands, but most of them are repetitive. There are patterns to the thoughts that we have on a regular basis. And for most of us, most of these thoughts are negative. They are in some way, shape or form limiting. That is, you get into a situation that is not exactly what you are comfortable doing, and you get this voice in your head telling you not to do it, not to rock the boat. And it can be something small. Maybe you go to work and you see a colleague who you like, you would like to talk to, and maybe you're shy and you won't do it because you have this voice in your head. Or it can be trying something new that you know would enrich your life, but it is new and you don't feel up to it because the voice is there. So understanding the patterns and working with them can be one of the most beneficial things that you can do in your life. These often repeating thoughts are based on your life, on your life experience. In that sense, they are not made up. Sometimes we like to believe that we can easily change our thoughts just by thinking different thoughts. And it's not that easy, because the thoughts that you have You have forged them a long time ago based on the experience that you had and or on what other people told you. There was something real that caused you to adopt a particular mindset and a particular way of thinking. And usually this is not something you can easily discard. So what you need to do if you want to make a change is to really get to the core of that belief. What happened? What kind of evidence did you use to form a particular belief in order to dismantle it and create something better with the raw material? Beliefs are formed through experience. For example, I can tell you that if you were maltreated as a child, you're about twice as likely, maybe more, 
to be depressed right now. Things happen that influence us in the real world that we can't undo, but we can learn to work better with it. And each of us, we put a bar for what we can take somewhere in our life experience for things that we think we can handle and those that we think are not safe or not worth the risk. And in those situations that seem too dangerous, we lay low because we want to be safe. The whole process can be understood logically when it's broken down, but ultimately it all comes down to the feelings. For example, you can try this as a mind experiment. Think of a limiting belief, this voice in your head that tells you that you can't do something, or something is dangerous, or you don't deserve something, and then follow the leads to how it was formed. Where did you get it and why? And why the heck do you still have that? And don't beat yourself up about it, because that mindset had a purpose. It was your friend. But it's not useful anymore, and you may need to get rid of it. Now, try as a mind experiment to put that exact mindset, the same limiting belief, into the mind of somebody you know and care about and see that person being controlled by an unhealthy belief. How real does it seem now? It is much easier to see these beliefs in other people and to understand how unjustified they are than to see it in ourselves. So you might try to do that as regular practice for the beliefs that you want to get rid of. Imagine somebody else having that belief and then ask yourself, what would you tell the person? Because they deserve to do better, and so do you. Our beliefs govern our lives. So much it's not even funny. Every one of us, we've had different experiences. We have had different things happen to us. Other people having told us different things. And we took all of that and we cooked something for ourselves to live by, very often for life. And when you see the other person, even imaginary one, affected by an unhelpful or really damaging belief, what it does to them, seeing how unreal that belief is now as opposed as it has been, can help you see it better in yourself and then break the bonds that hold the belief together. Let's take a look at some other beliefs for a change, some positive ones. Some that are the opposite of what many of us have been programmed to believe. For example, success is a long-term process. A lot of times we believe that you either succeed or you don't. And if you fail, that means you don't succeed, period. Well, that is one of the dumbest ideas anyone has ever had. Because anyone who really succeeded at something big failed a lot. They failed a lot. They failed big. And oftentimes they failed strategically. 
They knew what they were doing. They were learning along the way. There is no success without failure. If you can deal with that, all kinds of opportunities will open up. Another belief, it is not just talent. We like to think that people who make it, they have something that we don't. And that's that. Again, there's a lot more going on. Another unhelpful belief is that success is a zero-sum game. We think that there is a limited amount of success, and if I succeed, somebody else has to lose. And for some people, that is literally what success is about. And they really need other people to lose, otherwise they won't feel good. These people are not exactly healthy, and this is a mindset that is not particularly helpful to anyone. Because the truth is, you can learn and you can do things in different ways to do better, where your success will help other people. It'll help your friends and family, and it'll help people that you have never met through opportunities that you can create for them. You can create your own opportunities. You do not need to wait. There is no better time than right now. You may not be ready to succeed, to have that final big success, but you're always ready to start. That is the biggest success that matters in any given moment. Sometimes I end an episode by saying that change begins with thought, which leads to emotions, which lead to action, forming habits and a new life. Well, there's a lot of truth to it, but the picture is not 100% complete because the most important part that you do on the journey is not the thinking part. Even though that's kind of what happens, the most important part for you to do is to act. Not to succeed, not to think your way into success, but to start acting. Then you can do the thinking, reflecting, forming habits, and so on. Any action is better than a ton of thinking, in the end. This is why I try to make action the focus. Because action will give you the proof that you can make a dent, that you can make a change in the world. To really make happen whatever makes sense for you to happen. So consider this as a challenge. Acknowledge that there's a part of you, an older part, that hasn't matured yet, that'll try to dissuade you from making changes or doing new things, that'll make you feel uncomfortable at times. And this is your clue. Look forward to that. As you go about your day-to-day -day life, when you feel that, or you have the voice in your head telling you not to do something because it doesn't feel safe. Maybe this happens when you want to approach somebody and talk to them. Register what's happening and then do that thing that it tells you not to do. Notice the process in your head and then act in spite of it. Do something different than you feel like doing. And then see what new results you can get and be amazed. 
if you keep doing this for a while, chances are you will look back at how you have lived in the past. Look at your immature you. And you may find it difficult to make a connection, to see that this was you at some point. Because it doesn't feel like you anymore. Sometimes we think that it is not worth it to try to change things because it's too late or it's not as comfortable. And that is never true. As George Eliot said, it is never too late to become who you might have been. It's a good thing to do it in your early 20s rather than when you're 40 or 50. But no matter when it happens, there's nothing more worth it. And if it does happen later, it'll give you more understanding of your life, how it was shaped, and what your role was throughout, and what to do next. There's always a way to change things. So don't blame other people if they tell you or if they act like this is not, in fact, the case. Just accept that everyone is doing exactly their current best. Not more, not less. And this goes for all of us. So make sure that your current best is as good as you can make it. Because nobody else can do it for you. And nobody else should. The lesson in itself is way too valuable. And you already have all that you need. All it takes is to get started. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Art of Self-Development. Remember that learning is a change of behavior. You can adjust your thoughts and your environment to better suit your goals. And it works best if you do it for other people's benefit. You can support this podcast by writing me a comment or suggestion at pdartofsd at gmail.com or just by telling your friends. Whatever you do today, leave the world a little better than you found it. Thank you.